September 1. He arrived in the small country town in the morning. He immediately went to the local stationery shop and bought all the calendars he could find, over $300 worth. The young clerk's hands were shaking when she handed him the bags full of his purchases. He was particularly interested in the 16-month calendars, which began on September 1, his birthday, and the first day of his new life here. Calendars were arbitrary constructs, anyway. Why not one that began on his birthday? Linda would have said he was crazy. He would have said this trip was meant to keep him from going crazy, if he'd been able to talk to her. He didn't want to think about what his children might have to say. He went back to the cabin and spread his calendars all over the floor of the one room. Art and photography calendars went along the outside edges of his collection. On this day in history and peculiar facts types of calendars went on the inside. He picked up two that looked most interesting and gazed at September 1, 1875. Edgar Rice Burroughs is born. His favorite author when he was a boy. Now Parker's favorite. During the long summer, the twelve-year-old had read a third of the Tarzan books. 1916, Congress passes the Owen Keating Act, the child labor law. Child labor had been a horror, especially in the southern mills during his grandfather's time. Little kids mangled by machinery. That's the photograph that should have gone on the September page, not some flower or movie star. 1983, the Soviet Union shoots down a South Korean airliner, killing 269. How many children? He used to know, but now he couldn't remember. Bad things happened to children all the time, and there was nothing he could do. The worst thing a father can do is abandon his children. There is no excuse. The absolute worst thing. But that's what he'd done. Continued to do. No excuse. But he'd frozen up. He couldn't do it anymore. Afraid of the risks, all the things that might happen. Afraid of life, afraid to let them go anywhere, do anything. God knows, afraid to discipline them in any way. All the things that might happen. Afraid of what might happen to Linda if either Parker or Jenny died. Afraid of what might happen to him. So he'd left his wife and children, taking just enough of the savings to live on and come here where his mother and her old friend had raised him that first year. His mother had believed that all the important things in life could be learned from stories. Her own father had told stories to her every day, and after she'd run away from that little country hospital the first day of his life, scared and all broken up inside, she told them to him, one each day, even though he was too young to know what she was talking about, one each day, like some backwoods Scheherazade, afraid of what her drunken husband would do to her if he ever found her, afraid of what he'd do to the baby he'd never wanted. Terrible things happened to children, even in fairy tales. So the first story she'd ever told him was a nightmare, a nightmare about how he'd been born. Not that he'd been aware. She told him all these things years later, about his father, about that night, about the stories. She said she shouldn't have told the baby such a terrible story, but that night had been the only story she knew. She'd forgotten all the others. But she would apologize to him again and again. He couldn't have heard her, could he? He couldn't have known. It was just his first day. His mother had never understood. He'd known because he'd lived the story. It just took him a while to remember it. 
She'd only reminded him of it, so it wasn't strange at all that the first story he tried to tell himself after he ran away from his wife and children, the first story out of all of those he remembered, made up or retrieved out of some dark somewhere in order to repair himself, was this story, the story of September 1, the story of his first day.